Next on BYU Sports Nation, two weeks to go in the 2018 BYU football regular season. Are those two weeks more about preparing for the future, or is it about right now? It's a ball night for BYU hoops. What concerns exist going into the game where BYU has a 99% chance? Hey, speaking of favorable odds, BYU basketball favored in their next 11 games. But will they go 11-0? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, November 13th, wherever and however you have chosen to connect. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Studio B nutritionist, Jerem Jordan. Uh, There's no food or drink allowed in here outside of water, so I'm not sure what you're referring to. And you are the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make those rules. Yeah. Well, sometimes then why certain do I have a food bag of honey nut elements down here? Yeah, sneak onto the set in Studio B. Sneak, huh? I don't think it's <laughs> not so subtle. It ain't. It ain't so snuck. Not. Not so subtle. That's for sure. Here is today's show lineup. Also not subtle. David Nixon joining us in 15 minutes. Does a bowl game this season equal? success in his eyes. Also, Lauren McLean and the BYU football special teams are doing special things, Jerem. Inherently, what they do is special because they're the special teams. Oh, they take it to campus. Whatever they do is special. In 30 minutes in between the lines. And we'll go two-on-one with senior running back Matt Hadley. Can we tackle him? Heaven knows. He's he's tackled a few guys, and now he's trying not to be tackled. It has been a season of change for Mr. Hadley. That in 40 minutes. And here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball back to work hosting Northwestern State tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. DJ Hawes, fresh off an 8-for-13 shooting night, had 23 points in a win against Utah Valley. He looks to keep that rolling. The game live on BYU TV, or you can listen on BYU Radio with pregame coverage on the radio side beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. Some demons will be on campus. Oh, yes. BYU football host New Mexico State Saturday night on Senior Night. Head coach Kalani Satake appreciates the work of the seniors. Uh, the senior class has done a great job at, at overcoming adversity, whether it's personal or through, through the program, and really trying to relish their roles and make, make things work. And been really proud of them, and I think they'll have a lot of success in life. And you know, it's one one last opportunity to play in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and I hope they all uh, get to perform and do great things for us. BYU Radio's Cougar pregame live begins at 8:15 Eastern. Then BYU TV's countdown to kickoff begins at 9 Eastern. Fred Warner on Monday Night Football had two pass breakups and four tackles, playing linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers in a loss to the New York Football Giants. Warner now has 77 combined tackles this season. One of those pass breakups was on your boy OBJ. There you go. BYU women's volleyball remains number one in this week's ABCA poll for the 10th week in a row. Also freshman, Heather Nighting is the West Coast Conference Playa of the Week. Nighting is hitting 428, third best in the country. That's a good sign because BYU needs all of the help they can get in the absence of one of their star outside hitters, McKenna Miller. So congratulations to Heather Nighting, BYU Volleyball. Hoping to stay in one of those top four spots and be a number one seed when the NCAA volleyball tournament begins. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. 
You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. As a society, we often get caught up in looking to the future. We're building for the future. It's all about the future. Can we just enjoy the now, the present time? What if the present stinks? You have to endure it either way, right? Well, you can ignore it. That's one way to cope with it. <laughs> Real. Can people find a way to enjoy hard times or less than favorable circumstances so that they can appreciate future hopeful successes even more? There must be an opposition in all things, correct? <laughs> yes. Are the next two weeks for BYU football more about this year, the now, the 5-5 five and five season, or is it about next year and that daunting schedule that once again waits? The present is always what matters more to me. I don't have to enjoy it. I can always go, well, I don't enjoy this. I'll push to the future. Not saying you have to enjoy it. Yeah. Can you appreciate the present and what it's worth? I don't feel like I have to appreciate it either. But I think that there are some important things going this season for BYU. Okay. Get to, BYU has four goals right now. Uh, win on senior night. Get bowl eligible. Beat Utah. Win a bowl game. So there's a lot at stake right now. The idea of this is all for next year, no, it's not. You still have a bowl game in play. You still have Utah sitting there. You still have a chance to win a bowl game. BYU, in theory, can get up to eight wins, probably seven. Yay, barely. A bowl game. Um, I would hope that BYU is locked in for right now. I know that next year is daunting. Think, September opens with this. Utah at Tennessee, USC, Washington. But three of those are home, Jerem. It's going to be amazing. Yes, I think the schedule is amazing, but games have to be played as well. So, yes, no, sit in the moment, but also build for the future. You can do both. You can do both. Please focus on the now. A successful now is an obvious springboard into the future. If BYU can finish strong with what they have remaining now, then will not that get you excited for what's to happen in the future in the 2019 season? Focus on the now. In fact, focus on the now and earn the right to have more practices in the bowl season so that you can be excited that much more and prepare that much more for next season. That killed BYU last year. Kalani Satake was not light about missing those extra practices that are available with a bowl season. Every coach wants those. Yeah, he started 3-1. and one. I don't, Did they need him? I, I, wanted to, I want a coach in the regular season to be like, you know why we won this game in week four? Because of those extra bowl practices. In I think there are coaches out there. <laughs> if you put it to them, I think there are coaches out there that would say, yes, then say I, it. I credit that early and extra preparation. Paging all coaches. Say that. <laughs> Has anybody asked point. that specific question to coach? coach? Do you think you're? It'd be a stupid question, Coach. Do you think that your win against uh, McNeese here was a? Tri- it's like no, practically. Maybe we should but just. I I know it helps. I know it helps, but it doesn't mean that you're like the significantly better team the next year necessarily. It's more about the backups. The starters don't need the extra practice. How do you gauge it? Is the real question. You can't. The men's hoop season is in its infant stages so far. Two games in, BYU's 1-1 one one with the loss of number 7, Nevada, and a 10-point win at home against the Fighting Mark Popes of Utah Valley. Spencer, what's the biggest concern for BYU hoops through two games? Oh, that's easy, Jerem. 22.6% shooting from the three-point line. 22.6. 12 for 53 in two games. Yoli Childs came on strong last season, right? Made a bunch of three-pointers late in the year. Helped BYU beat St. Mary's in Las Vegas. He's 0 for 6. There are a couple of other guys that are one for seven. T.J. Haas is shooting 30% from the three-point line. The only 
reasonable and expected three-point percentage that I have seen is from Zach Selyus. He's four for nine through two games. That's good for 44%, which is a nice number. Outside of that, it's been abysmal. Zach has four of BYU's 12 three-point makes in two games. 12 for 53, 22.6%. This has prompted Dave Rose to say in a myriad of ways, look, we just got to make shots. I don't know how many times he needs to say that. It's not but that it has simple. Been, it has been the same message. Yeah, we got to make. Yeah. We got to put the ball in the hoop. We got to make shots. Sure, and it's not that simple. the The idea of making shots is is born of how how uh, quality that shot is. So you can get an open look, right? Drive and kick, or you get a deep catch in the post, or you penetrate the ball with the pass. I, I know that some but, of the shot selection hasn't been great, but BYU has missed a bunch of open shots. Yeah. It's the open shots you worry about. It's not the contested ones. The contested ones are, hey, let's get a better shot. Let's get a good shot. And I think that's what Dave Rose is referencing is we've had some good looks at the basket. They're just not going down. We've got to make shots. Yeah. So three-point shooting is a big deal. Um, who fills Elijah Bryant's scoring role and defending role on this team is a question I still have. Um, there's not anyone physically like him to do that. Although I do see Connor Harding eventually emerging as potentially that guy as a six foot five kind of bigger uh potential point guard or wing in that way. I'm not saying he's going to be Elijah Bryant this year. I just mean he could potentially fill that role. When Nick Emery comes back, we all hope that Nick is the same guy. We do not know that. Um, He's going to sit out for nine games, but he will not have played for a while. Um, So we hope that he can get up to speed quickly because BYU plays Utah State and Utah. Those are two really big games on the schedule. Three-point shooting improvements will only help BYU who, by the way, Jerem, is enjoying favorable odds as we push forward this season. It's all about odds, isn't it? BYU a heavy, heavy favorite in their next four games, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. KenPom.com giving BYU basketball a 94% chance or better of winning each of their next four games. They are as follows. Northwestern State, Oral Roberts, Alabama, and Rice. We want Bama. (laughs) Okay, Jerem, now there's this. According to KenPom.com, BYU is favored in the next 11 games. So my question is, how many of those 11, Cougars are 1-1, and will they win? I'm hoping 9-2. and Let's talk about those opponents. You, you mentioned those four. Uh, next Wednesday, continuing. Rice, Houston at home, big game. Dave Rose's alma mater. Houston was a buzzer beater by Michigan away from the Sweet 16 last year. Illinois State, Weber State, Utah State, Utah, Portland State. Those, those uh, UNLV, okay? Those 11 games. Those would be some nice wins. Let's say BYU goes 9-2. and two. They're sitting at 10-3 and three with two non-con to go. It'd be legit. Um, I'm hoping this group can get that done. A lot of these are at home, and then BYU has to go on some tough uh, road trips. Uh, I guess you can call Salt Lake the road, but that's a neutral with Utah, even though it's down the street from campus. UNLV is semi-away. San Diego State is away. Mississippi State is away. Those are some tough games. And then you have Nick Emery back. So that, you know, for Utah State on December 5th, I'm hoping BYU goes 9-2 and two in the next 11. Rewinding to our season projection show, I had BYU winning 24 games in the regular season. You have BYU winning 21. If the Cougars go 9-2 and two in the next 11, how be much better. does that alter your number of 21 before the season began? I don't know. I haven't done the math. Okay. All right. I think BYU is going to win 9 of 11. 
they'll there's always a slip up there's always a weird game and with BYU shooting as poorly as they are right now from the three-point line it shows me that they are susceptible to do that at some point in the next 11 games if not a couple of times right granted those shooting numbers were way down and they still found a way to beat Utah Valley but that game was at home in BYU's benefit a lot of these games are home so they'll take advantage of that but what happens when you get on the road at Illinois State or even at Weber State Coached by Randy Ray. They're traditionally a big sky power and in position to compete for the big sky's automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. They're no pushover. If they make some shots on their home floor and BYU can't, there's there's going to be some weird situations for BYU if they can't shoot the three, and they have not shown us to this point that they can shoot the three, not in two exhibition games yeah. and not in yeah. two regular season well, it's games. it's four games now. You, you hope to see BYU break out a little bit. It depends who's shooting too, right? Like, who who right now are you like, that guy's going to knock down an open shot? Zach Selyus. And I would hope TJ Haas. And that's kind of it right now. I, I would hope that uh, Jashir Hardnett can become more of that option. Then then who off the bench is that guy? Right now I would say you don't have that guy. But do you hope that Rylan Bergerson and Connor Harding, hey, listen, Colby Lee, when he comes in, he's like, give me the rock. He's made a three. Let's go. <laughs> BYU should win the next four games. Houston's a toss-up. Illinois State's a toss-up. I think Weber State's a toss-up because it's on the road. I think the Cougars will take care of business. I don't think Bros ever lost to Weber State. Utah State, yeah. yeah. To his credit, that's, that's a really good mark. Uh, and then Utah State and Utah, followed by Portland State. So I think 9 of 11, BYU will take advantage of uh, the majority of those games being at home. But to win on the road, you've got to make threes. You've got to make threes, and you've got to play defense. I think BYU has played some okay defense. They showed me some things against Nevada and Utah Valley. But they got to follow that up with some three-point makes. Our question of the day. Back to BYU football. Are the final two weeks of the 2018 season more about this year or next year? Why? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. First response in from at Dallas Varner 37 on Instagram. Answering, let's end this year strong so BYU can have momentum going into next season. BYU can still end well. Let's win out. Win out. That's a lot to ask for. Yeah, I, I would love that. New Mexico State, BYU should win that game. The Utah game is not a game BYU should win, but we all hope they will. BYU will be a double digit underdog in that game. Like, Look at the setup. Freshman quarterback on the road at Utah, the way they're playing defense. And offensively, they figured some things out against Oregon, you know, with, with Shelley and, and Armand Shine. <laughs> they're, they're a ranked team. They're good, man. This is, BYU shouldn't win that game, but perhaps BYU gives itself a chance to win in that game. That's what I'm hoping, that BYU can go plus three or something crazy in the turnover and have a chance. Make it weird like they did in Boise. As a yes. double-digit underdog. In 2016, Hill and Williams. Like, it was hard enough to win then. Like, yeah, let's go. Hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, what happens when Lauren McLean and the BYU special teams roll around camp? And up next, former BYU and NFL linebacker David Nixon back in Studio B. What would bowl eligibility really mean for this BYU football team and the future? This is BYU Sports Nation. David's freshman year, they didn't go to BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
Tonight on BYU TV, Breakdown Cougar Football with Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, Brian Logan, and David Nixon on After Further Review. It's Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. We are live in Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. You can listen to BYUSN on demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast. If you want to watch moving pictures... Well, we have that for you, too. BYUSN.com and experience the show whenever, wherever, and however you want. Our question of the day, are the final two weeks of the 2018 BYU football regular season more about this year, like right now, or setting up for next year? Tell us why. At Hansen 25 answers on Twitter. This year, because of two more games and probably three to help the upperclassmen and the fans go out strong slash feel good going into next year. Yeah, beat New Mexico State, put yourself, give yourself a chance to win at Utah, and then uh, go to a bowl game and hopefully win that bowl game. Because th- what would be bad is BYU beats New Mexico State, loses to Utah, and then loses a bowl game and finishes with a losing record, and you feel just kind of, well, it's good, we got the bowl game, but well, losing no, record? You, ah, you, you that'd be bad, right? Record. So yeah, win, that would be two beat, consecutive seasons of losing records. That'd be tough. Uh, but taking a step forward is going to a bowl game. Hashtag BYUSN Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can join the conversation whenever you feel like it. Joining us now in Studio B, getting ready for a brand new episode of After Further Review, is David Nixon. David, nice to have you in studio. I don't, I don't feel like oh, wow. we get to do this very often. Yeah, no, it feels good. I'm glad I can make the trip down, you know. <laughs> yeah, great to have you. <laughs> Thanks for taking time out of your very, <laughs> very, very busy very day busy. slash late season <laughs> fall golf schedule to be here with us. Uh, let's start with our question of the day. You just heard it. Are the final two weeks of this BYU football season more about this year, right now in the moment, or about setting yourself up for next year? It's 100% about this year. Listen, football, you only have 12 to 13 weeks. It's not like basketball where you have a bazillion games or 30, whatever, 20, depending on how you make tournaments, et cetera. But you have 12, 13 weeks, so you have to, you have to relish in them. You have, you have to take them and you have to, you have to enjoy them and enjoy the moment. Uh, but beyond that, Listen, you've got New Mexico State, and you've got Utah. So, of course, it's about this season. You've got your biggest game of the year coming up next week. Um, and so, with this week coming to New Mexico State, you want to get on a roll. You want to make sure you're not coming there with question marks leading to next week. You want to be rolling on all cylinders. Defensively, you want to be able to apply pressure, as we see from, from BYU and what they've done. Uh, but at the end of the day, you, you want to be rolling that Utah game with, with just tons of confidence because you're going to need a lot of confidence heading up to the Rice Eccles, especially against this Utah team. Do you remember your senior game, your final game? 100%. I totally remember it. I mean, it's, it's Tell one, me about it because I have the stats right yeah. here. <laughs> uh, San Diego State? Yes. Right? right? It was early, November 8th. Yeah, I do remember. I think we had two away games after yes. that, including Utah. Um, but uh, I totally remember it. Um, it was a nice afternoon. I had an interception, which was – I only had three throughout my career, so I, 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 I relished in that. Um, what were my stats? What, how many tackles did I had? Probably like two tackles you or had something. Fourteen tackles. Yeah, in I the mean, game. I was uh, lucky. Eight solo. You had a half tackle for loss, two pass breakups, the interception, as you mentioned, and your your memory is good because it was fifty two degrees on November eighth. It was. Hey, how about that? I'm telling you, you remember. You remember your senior day. It be and you should. It's something that you've worked so hard for four years here at BYU, and and as a senior. Uh, just take it all in. It's one of those things where you don't want to rush that senior day. I mean, when you're walking the stadium, we're doing the Cougar Walk. We didn't have the Cougar Walk, but I'm assuming for these guys, just take it in. Take your time. Be the last guy through the line. Uh, this is the last time you'll be able to do it at home. Um, when you're getting ready for your game day stuff, take it, just take an extra few minutes to just soak it in and remember it. And then when you hit the field, make a memorable play. If you're a special teams guy, you just sell out. 
you'll make a tackle because these are that's the last memory you'll have of stepping inside that stadium. So when you come with your kids in the future, like I have, then those are positive memories you have. But if you go out there and you kind of just loaf around, I mean, you'll have probably regrets, right? And so if there's any advice for these seniors, it's just that. It's it's enjoy this this last time you step on on that field. But more than that, just just take some extra time because uh, it is a really really cool day, and it's something that after the game you're you're. And I think sometimes they do it before the game now, but uh, Coach Kalani and, and the rest of the staff comes out there to give you your blankets and, and everything like that. And it's just one of those fun memories that you'll have with you forever. Now, a phrase that the kiddies are making more and more popular comes to mind as I listen to that. Full send. Make it a full send (laughs) on senior day. You know, I'm still going to send that. (laughs) It's one of my favorite videos. What type of game and result do you expect on the 2018 senior night against New Mexico State with BYU? Listen, this Mexico State team is not a great football team. You look at what BYU did to UMass last week, uh, and I think New Mexico State is worse if you look at all the categories offensively, defensively. Um, and so I expect BYU to come out and dominate. I, for me, it's just, and we've seen this throughout the, this year, the home games, BYU just comes out and is, for some reason just lacks a little bit of emotion. So I'm hoping they can change that this game, come out, try to play for those seniors, be motivated, uh, and go out there and, like I said, play flawless football. Because the last thing you want to do is have to go back into film room on Monday and be like, man, there's still a lot of question marks around the offense or defense or offensive line wasn't blocking great, and, and are we going to be able to contain Utah's front seven? And so you want to go out there and play great football, Simon Sound, uh, and, and be prepared to, to roll into that last game because that's what these games are. They're kind of a tune-up. I mean, there's they're stuff that uh, both offensively and defensively the coordinators will throw in, maybe some blitzes or some offensive looks to see if it's if that type of stuff will work in the upcoming weeks. Um, and so it's kind of a practice game in a sense, but at the same time for those seniors, it's your last opportunity. So for them, it is all out. Go all out. How did you, if you did at all, overcome potential uh, flat energy? Because let's be honest, it's an 820 kick <laughs> in the cold a little bit um, uh, on a Saturday night against New Mexico State. So how does BYU make sure that they are ready to go? I think for us it was, and we've talked about this before, I went 18-0 my last three years at BYU. And it didn't matter if we were playing Utah at home or if you were playing in New Mexico State um, or an FCS team. You protected that field. And it was a big deal to play well in front of the fans, but in, in front of your family. My whole family was there, right? Uh, and your friends and, and, and the professors, everybody's there. And so you want to show up for that game. And, and, uh, and so I think for this team – They've obviously struggled at home, a losing record at home, right, or even. Um, and, and so for this team, they, they've got to find a way to, to find some out, outside motivation. I don't know if it is the family, whatever it may be, but uh, come in there and, and just play with, uh, I don't know, play with some vengeance, I guess, to, to kind of show the fans that what they've put on the field so far this year is not that, what they want to be remembered for because that's what you can go down. I mean, like I said, 18-0 in my last three years. That's that's what you go down for, right? Is is how you held a home because if you if you win all your home games, it's an automatic bowl game. That's, you got bowl easy. eligible yeah. just yeah. by winning your home games three consecutive seasons. I, if I recall, every single our last senior day, every home game, uh, or our, even our last game, we were always being invited to a bowl game. At that point, we are we had at least bowl representatives after the game. That's right, we had a bowl representative at the game because we had locked it in. There wasn't any ifs ands or buts at that point. And, David Nixon. And, and your sophomore year, John Beck called a shot going up to Utah. That's the, right. In that moment. Yeah. yeah. One of the Mountain West. Forget that. Yeah. yeah. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU and NFL linebacker. Through 10 games, BYU football's defense is top 35 in most major categories. By major, I mean the ones that matter most. True or false, David, the defense right now is undervalued. 
I think they are. I, and listen, I, I'm one of those guys. I, I think early in the season, this is a defense that really struggled to get pressure. They were exposed at certain times. But I think the second half of the season, they've really ratcheted up. I, I think this is a team that you've seen Tuiaki start to dial up more blitzes and more pressures. We saw that against Boise State. Uh, we saw last week against UMass. Um, and so I, this is a defense that's starting to turn the corner. I think they're starting to figure out their personnel. There's been a lot of shifting. And once again, you go with Taki Taki, a middle linebacker. And Butch Powell, who's one of your captains, is no longer playing middle linebacker, but you've shifted some guys around. Isaiah Kafusi, who stepped in very well. 14 uh, tackles against UMass. Yeah, there, there's guys flying around. I think they're still trying to figure out positions. It's still a very young team. If, if you look at the secondary, um, you still got a lot of underclassmen, some true freshmen playing, uh, defensive line. Uh, you've got some guys, you got some guys coming in late. Rhett Sandlin, who's a senior, but he's come on strong last game. And we'll see how he does these last few games. So I think they are undervalued. I think there's a defense that continue to evolve week after week. And that's something that they can definitely build on uh, if and when they get a bowl game, getting ready for that bowl game and, and really come out and, and try to make a statement because this is something they'll have to build around next season is this defense and, and trying to make it one of those stronger units. What matters more to you regarding a bowl game should BYU win, and they should this, this Saturday, location or opponent? Mm, for me, it's always opponent. I mean, you can play anywhere. I mean, you could play USC in New Mexico or USC and Laramie, and it's an awesome game. Well, right? BYU played Wyoming and San Diego, and we knew how you felt about that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, long, San Diego's good. It's just about the Wyoming Exactly. Yeah. It is more about opponent for you. <laughs> in, in, in that case. And so, um, but I think location helps in bowl games, to be honest. I mean, um, if you can go play in a recruiting hotbed, like a Texas or somewhere down south where you get some exposure, um, I think that's obviously very positive. And so, Wouldn't it be more beneficial in the west for BYU, though, since that's where the majority of the recruits come from? I think that's where the majority come, but I, I don't think the client then would hate the fact that they could go pull some extra Texas recruits yeah, why not or open some up? guys from the south. Perhaps Jeff Grimes is the connection there. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I, I think getting more exposure. I mean, I, I think BYU obviously has plenty of exposure here on the west coast, but I think if you continue to work that south, southeastern areas uh, i think that only helps and so birmingham bowl for me for me it is all about the matchup because that makes everything because let's be honest besides outside your new year six games and the big ones you're not going to get a huge crowd there anyway so it doesn't matter where you're playing but i think more who you're playing and that can kind of catapult you in the next season if you can go out there and play a quality opponent and and beat them convincingly well thus far we've uh, seen projections of north carolina detroit dallas and albuquerque and uh, some we like more than others (laughs) (laughs) dallas sounds a little better than albuquerque (laughs) that's just my pick david great to have you with us man uh brand new episode of after further review tonight part of super tuesday seven eastern five mountain afr kicks it off followed by BYU football with kalani satake and then byu basketball right after that it's all sports pack day baby against northwestern state the demons are the in Provo. Big Ten. Oh, not those guys. <laughs> oh. My bad. Yeah. Thanks, David. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dave. Let's have David sign the flag, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's have him sign the flag, flag, man. We need an NFL yes. player. On yeah. Sign that flag. Yeah. We need a Raider. Okay, coming up, what's better than one senior day? How about two? Matt Hadley tells us how this senior day compares to last year. And next, the BYU special teams are indeed very special. Also, Lauren McLean is special. It's a lot of special happening. And we'll take you to it in between the lines next. Do something special, are you, Lauren. Are you cold? <laughs> that is special. Are you cold, Lauren? <laughs> it's a ball night for BYU Men's Hoops. The Cougars host Ishmael Lane and the Northwestern State Demons at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. BYU Radio pregame begins at 8 Eastern. What, what night is it again, Jerem? Ball! It didn't catch it the first time. Let's keep rolling, BYU Sports Nation, with today's headlines. One more time, Jerem. Ball night! Yep, BYU basketball in Northwestern State, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. T.J. Haas hoping to keep things rolling 
after an 8-for-13 shooting night with 23 points and winning its Utah Valley. Again, BYU TV, BYU Radio, we have you covered. Pre-game coverage on the radio start starts at 8 Eastern. BYU football hosts New Mexico State Saturday night on senior night. Head coach Kalani Satake appreciates the work of the seniors. Uh, the senior class has done a great job at, at overcoming adversity, whether it's personal or through, through the program, and really trying to relish their roles and make make things work. And been really proud of them, and I, I think they'll have a lot of success in life. And you know, it's one one last opportunity to play in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and I hope they all uh, get to perform and do great things for us. BYU Radio's Cougar pregame live begins at 8:15 Eastern, and BYU TV's Countdown to Kickoff begins at 9 Eastern. Federico Fred Warner had two pass breakups, one on Odell Beckham Jr., and four tackles in a San Francisco 49ers loss to the New York football giants. Warner has now 77 combined tackles in his rookie season. And the women's volleyball team remains number one in this week's ABCA poll for the 10th week in a row. Also, freshman Heather Knighting is the West Coast Conference Playa of the Week. Knighting is hitting 428, third best in the United States of America. Jerem, there's something very special in the air, and it's not just the crisp temperatures mm. or the approach of the holiday season beginning with Thanksgiving. It's next week, man. I know. Yes. With that, let's bring in someone near and dear and special to our hearts, Lauren McLean. What's up, Lauren? Oh, thank you, you guys. Thank you very much. You there's no crying that in Studio B. That meant a lot. Okay. Yes, yeah, good to be here. How are you people have cried in here. That's true. Yeah. I think well, I know a, few, a lot of actually. people leave and they're crying. <laughs> Touche. About in here. <laughs> hey. Touche. Uh, you brought something special. We'd love to hear more about it. <laughs> I did, but I, I want to know first. Have you guys ever wanted someone on the football team to do something special for you? Uh, define special. That's, I think it's what we're getting I, at today, Yes, right? every it, week it I would is. like them to win. That is something that's special. That's what I want. That is something special mm-hmm. this season. But unfortunately, that's not what we're talking about. We're not okay. talking about wins. On the field, but maybe off the field here. Okay. Several students on campus got the opportunity to have something special done to them by uh, some members of the special teams, Ooh, but the boys. services rendered aren't quite what you would expect. Okay. So let's go Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. I'm here with these two fine gentlemen from the BYU football team. Mitch Harris, who's the long snapper, and Skylar Southam, who is the kicker. They're going to go around campus doing a little something special for all their fellow classmates. Are you guys ready for this? We're ready. All right, let's do it. Hey, what's going on, man? We want to do something special for you today, whether it's tying your shoe or helping write a love letter, send a text to someone that you like right now. Is there anything we can do for you right now? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I need you to think harder. Is there anything we can do for you right now? No, I just need to get some home with that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, your shoe's a little bit upset. Notice your shoe wasn't tied. Oh, man. Oh, you guys are so kind. You notice you guys have a lot of food here. Man, it's going to be hard to eat all that on your own. So we wanted to know if we could help you finish your food. If you really want to, you're more than welcome. Skylar, what do you say? We brought, like, this apple first. <laughs> My hands are kind of busy with the microphone. Would you be willing to give me a bite, feed me? No. <laughs> Fair enough. You know that. Are you okay if we sit here? What do you have to? I'm doing history. I'm actually a genius in history, so let me help you with your homework here. What do you got going here? Well, I'm supposed to have this whole book read, and I haven't started yet. Honestly, you don't need to read this book. All you need to know is George Washington was the first president of the United States. The Civil War happened. Abraham Lincoln is a very honest person. That's basically what the book talks about, so 
I wouldn't even bother reading it. Do you watch BYU football? Um, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you've watched this season, but their snapper uh, is honestly trash. Oh, yeah. So have you ever snapped the football before? No. <laughs> it's not that hard. What do you say? Do you want to try for the football team? Sweet. Yeah, let's do it. Is this a joke? Or? <laughs> have you seen the movie Hitch? I have. Skyler's like a dating expert. I could probably find a lot of nice guys around here. There's actually a man wearing a Harvard sweatshirt over here. Oh, you do like smart guys too? I do. Hi. Uh, I'm Hayden. I'm well, what do you say? Can we get some phone numbers exchanged here? If you're not into him, you can give him a fake number. He's honestly kind of weird. He's a nice guy, though. Cool. <laughs> Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Oh, you guys handing out cookies? Uh, cookies? Yeah. Well, I'm actually a supply chain major, and I like making things as efficient as possible. I think we should rearrange how you have these tables, if you don't mind. See, all, all the foot travis can be right to this door. So I see it. Let's set up right in front of the doors. Hey, you just, you just got to trust us. Yeah. Okay. A little closer. Let's go, like, right here. That's, I think that's good. You need to be over there. Oh, okay. So bad efficiency, you know, but... Well, is there anything else we can do for you to help you with the setup here? Um, no. Right, should we board mission here? Yeah, board. All right. Y'all have a nice day. Hi, how are you doing? How's your day been? Good. When I saw you pass, I saw a long snapper here and a kicker here. I can just tell right now. Good arm strength there. Look at his legs, dude. He's going to be a great kicker. Oh, he's got a boot on him, man. Oh, yeah. That's a future NFL kicker right there. BYU's had a history of having terrible kickers and snappers. I'm praying for him. They need your prayers. Trust praying me. really hard. But hey, we're on campus today. We want to do something special. So we wanted to give you guys relationship advice. Oh, cool. Yeah. How long have you guys been dating? We've actually we've been married for uh, eight or nine months. So. Oh, congratulations. Well, two helpless guys like me and Skylar, you know, we're just scrambling around trying to find dates and trying to find love in our lives. What advice do you have for us? <laughs> My sister is single. Really? <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> Katie. Yeah. Katie. What does is, what is Katie like to do? She's really big into art. Okay, I took an art class last semester. So like, <laughs> the incredible painter. You mind if I can shoot her text? Yes. yes. And what else does she like? Oh, cats. Ooh, I was wondering... We can go play with some cats on Friday. What do you say? Send. Hey, that means the world to me that you'd help me with this. You know, it's been it's been a rough time here at BYU, the dating scene. We'll come to the wedding. I know. I mean, <laughs> thank you. So you guys just spent the last hour doing something special for other people. How'd that make you feel? Amazing. And I'm going to have a girlfriend pretty soon here. i got a full stomach now. Stomach. Yeah, I felt great. I, I did some service today. On that note, thanks, guys. <laughs> That was more than special, is what I would say. Next <laughs> week on Between the Lines, we're doing the 8,000-calorie diet with Brackenell Bakery yes. and his buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. You guys helped with that idea. <laughs> it is happening. It is happening. Follow us on Twitter at BYU underscore BTL and use the hashtag BYUBTL. <laughs> oh, so fun. We're going to play with some cats. Uh, we're going to appreciate some art. What do you send. say? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is funny, Mitch, dude. Mitch is, he, he's, he's hilarious. Good. Really funny. You know, the, the Skylar was just content hanging out. Skylar's like, oh, he yeah. said some great stuff too, but he was just more like, oh, well, one's a senior and one's a freshman. <laughs> I okay? wish, I wish that Gavin would have been with him. He could have a little. I know. Trio. Maybe next Maybe time. Maybe he was busy. I Maybe we can make this a thing. Maybe we can make Gavin part of the eight thousand calorie diet. Feel <laughs> 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 the connection with heaven. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Uh, the swag game is high for Lauren McLean, by the way. If you dig her shirt, like good news. Shirt. You can buy it right now at the BYU store, either Do on it. campus or BYUstore.com, part of the Nike Game Day Collection. Lauren, yes, thank, thank you. you for looking professional, <laughs> swag on point, and bringing us a special segment. I do my best each week. Week? Week? Week. And week. We do yeah. our best each. Thank you. Deitch. <laughs> Get out of here. Keep going. <laughs>
<laughs> Coming up, Matt Hadley went from safety to linebacker and now to running back. Has he finally found his place on the team? And how much sleep is the new dad getting right now? Our two-on-one with BYU's running back spectacular. Next is BYU Sports Nation. Between the Lines is presented by Tim Daly Ford and the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tonight at 8 Eastern, watch or listen to BYU football with Kalani Satake as Spencer Linton chats with Satake, senior Matt Hadley, and offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. We're live on BYU TV at 8 Eastern. We are tape delayed uh, later at midnight Eastern on BYU Radio due to the men's basketball game. So check it out tonight with Spencer Linton and a loaded guest line. I'll be there. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation, with our question of the day. Are the final two weeks of the 2018 BYU football season more about this year? Or next, why? Sarah Thomas Bobo answers on Facebook. I think in focusing on this season, it will help focus on the next. We have so many young guys starting now that continuing to give them playing time will be important for this year and next. Focus on the present. Hopefully that helps with the future. Join the conversation 24-7 on social media using the hashtag BYUSN. Jeremy and I recently spoke with a brand-new father and a man who has experienced change on several fronts in his football career. All he knows is change right now. Holy cow. Uh, For example, going from safety to linebacker to running back, back to linebacker, and then back to running back. And being a kick returner in the meantime. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. That, that too. Maybe you know who we're talking about. His name is Matt Hadley. And again, more change off the field with a brand-new baby in his home. Here's our two-on-one BYU football all-access with the senior, for a second time, running back. Matt, I told you after the game I picked you as my Y-factor. Unfortunately, it didn't go down that you won the Y-factor, but... I picked that, sorry. <laughs> it, it's, all, it's all his fault. I went with Talon. Thought he had a better game. That's fair. That is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm 100% okay with that. Talon played phenomenally. I think Aleva cost you on the two jet sweeps. This could have been yours too, right? Yeah, but that's okay. It is what it is, you know what I mean? We'll give those to Aleva. Yeah. <laughs> How would you rate the overall offensive performance against UMass last Saturday? Um, I think we played well. Um, I think that we, we as a, an offense, need to figure out how to get off to a faster start, um, eliminate some mental errors. Um, you know, I think there's always something. Every offense, every defense, every team has something to learn, you know, even if they play well, even if they come away with a win. There's always stuff to learn. And, and uh, we'll check out the film today, and we'll figure out what things we really need to focus on. But overall, I, th- I thought we played well. Spencer acted like it was all cold and stuff. I need a second source on this. What was the weather like? It was chilly. Yeah, the wind, <laughs> the wind chill, the wind chill uh, definitely made it a lot colder than it, you might have thought it would. Because like there was some sun and all that, but no, the wind, uh, it was cold. Did you find yourself enjoying it a little bit though? You're sitting there at Gillette Stadium, home of the Patriots. Wind's blowing. You're playing. That's football weather, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, East Coast, early game. That's like, you know, you'd wake up. Uh, I'm from Washington, so you'd wake up early and, you know, you'd start watching the games. And uh, that's just kind of like a, a college football feel to it. So, yeah, I agree. Much has been said about getting back to a bowl game. I know that's one of your team goals. You can 
clinch that against New Mexico State this Saturday. And it falls within the rhetoric of focusing on the next opponent. So can, can we address that the bowl game is on your mind because you can do it this week against New Mexico State? Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, that's why we have goals, right? They should be on your mind every week, um, and they should be something that you should be always striving to accomplish. So it's on our mind. Um, we can't let it distract us or pull us away. You know, the, there's a difference, right, thinking ahead to a bowl game and thinking like, hey, we can accomplish our, our, uh, our goal this week by focusing on New Mexico State. There's a difference there, and I think we need to uh, we need to pay more attention to the latter. Just focus on them. Bowl game? How about Utah next week? Come on, man. Um, <laughs> let's talk about emotionally what this week is like for you, because last year you thought you might be done, and then here you are again with the second senior day, right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, this this uh, week, in fact, I, I said it a few minutes ago, last year it was, um, it was a senior game that was, like, sorrowful and sad for me just not being able to participate in it and thinking you know this is it um this week it's more just gratitude and humility and um yeah i i'm just really really looking forward to be able to uh be out there but it's an emotional week for sure for all of us seniors matt i have very vivid memories of talking with you in hawaii on the sideline as you sat next to kj hall before the game saying i hope that the ncaa grants me another year they did Little did you know that you would be one of BYU's starting running backs this year uh, and in position to, to be one of the touchdown scoring leaders. So when you look back on all of this, what's the craziest part about the last year and you getting back to BYU? Uh, can I say having a baby? <laughs> sure. That's one of them. No, but no, um, I would say, yeah, the biggest shock was first just getting the year back. Um, you know, I'd kind of emotionally and mentally – just from what I was hearing, I kind of checked out as far as, uh, you know, I just thought I wasn't be able, going to be able to get this year back. Um, but then, yeah, this year, just kind of how it's gone, um, you know, going back and forth from offense to defense, it's been kind of a roller coaster. Um, and, uh, but it's been a good one. It's been fun. There may have been some jet lag or something going to the East Coast and coming back in like a two-and-a-half-day span, yet you have a two-week baby. So how quickly did you have to change a diaper after you got home? Uh, right, actually, when I got home, I would probably say <laughs> 10 minutes or so when I got home. Um, yeah, it was my turn. I was on baby duty at that point. So, yeah, a quick turnaround. If you had the Y factor, maybe it would have been 20 minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Matt. Spence tried, but I you made know, a strong case. It, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I made a strong case for it. New Mexico State this week, and I know that you said you've, you're focused on them. What kind of challenges do you anticipate they'll present to you defensively? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, you know, I haven't had a, a, a chance to get into a lot of the film. I've seen some. Um, really, this weekend I spent a lot of time watching uh, Saturday's game, trying to figure out what uh, I can do personally, what we can do as an offense to get better. Um, but, you know, the, they'll come at us with, uh, you know, stuff that they've been working on all year. And, of course, They'll scheme against our offense, um, and we have to be ready for for their old stuff as well as possibly new stuff. Where do you feel like there are cracks in the armor, if you will, on this BYU offense? Where do you feel like they'll they'll try and exploit you guys? Well, I don't know if there's any cracks in the armor. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good um, answer. You know, I I don't know uh, exactly. 
where their their mindset would be at, where they would try to exploit us. Um, but whatever they do try to do, we, we have to be able to adjust quickly and, and figure it out. What's the key to a, uh, a carry where you lateral the ball back to the quarterback so he can throw it? What's the what's the what? What's the key? Because you don't want to go too high, too low, right? You got to get that ball back in hurry. And then you had to block, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just uh, practice in the week. Um, yeah, you gotta ha- you gotta have the right amount of finesse, but you also gotta be able to give it to him, right? You can't just send that thing up in the air and you know let him fair catch it because it's so high. You gotta, yeah, just practice though throughout the week, definitely. In a perfect world. All of the seniors would get adequate time and get an opportunity to play and shine against New Mexico State. Um, how do you balance those emotions of wanting to see guys, namely your buddy Tanner Mangum, get out there and have one final go in front of his home crowd? Yeah, uh, good question. Um, you know, I don't know. That, that, that'll be up to the coaches. Like you said, it, in a perfect world, we would like to see everybody, um, the seniors, um, we'd like to see all the seniors get, get a shot to be out there and, and, and perform um, in front of, you know, a great home crowd. Um, but, yeah, that, that, it's up to the coaches, and, um, you know, you just, you just got to be able to trust that. Maybe some added motivation to really come out and, Go gangbusters against New Mexico State. Yeah, definitely. You could say that for sure. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, guys. Matt Hadley, two-on-one BYU football, all access on BYU Sports Nation. Dude has a lot going on in his life. Good grief. I mean, between a new baby and (laughs) trying to uh, handle all of the football duties as he tries to get to a bowl game. Oh, yeah, he's a student. And he's a student. And he's been here since 2001. I am really, like that. really happy that he got another opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. Coming up, a double dose of good news for the BYU women's volleyball. Yeah, the whip and more of your responses to our question of the day. Is it about this year or next year for BYU football with two games remaining? Maybe three? This is BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guests, David Nixon and Matt Hadley. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast. You can always go to BYUSN.com to watch full episodes. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. The Cougars host Northwestern State tonight at 9 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Both teams are one and one. Football. Senior day, Saturday night. Then BYU hosts New Mexico State, 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.15 Mountain. Watch the game live on ESPN2. Before that, join us on BYU TV at 9 Eastern for a brand-new episode of Countdown to Kickoff. Cougars in the NFL. On Monday Night Football, rookie linebacker Fred Warner had four tackles and two pass breakups for the Niners and a loss to the Giants. Volleyball. This week's ABCA Division I Coaches Poll was released yesterday. BYU Women's Volleyball still undefeated. The only team in America without a loss. And still number one, freshman Heather Knighting, also named the West Coast Conference Player of the Week. Currently, she has the third best hitting percentage in the country. Women's Basketball. Cougars host 2-0 Cal tonight for the first time ever in the Marriott Center, 6 Eastern on the W.TV. Golden Bears went to the NCAA tournament last season. Cougars overseas. Elijah Bryant and Hapoel Elliott lost 83-70 in Israel to the Maccabi TA, while Brandon Davies had 10 points, 5 rebounds, and a block in a 94-65 BC's Algiris win.
Today's Rise and Shout goes to McKenna Miller of BYU Women's Volleyball. If uh, you are not aware, she suffered a season-ending injury to her knee last Thursday night and since then has shown nothing but resolve and determination. Uh, She's been very visible with and around her team, very supportive amidst her own personal adversity. I really dig that. And uh, she's been a huge... True. Not intended. She's been a huge support for the number one ranked Cougars uh, in a really rough time, personally. So well done, McKenna. We're wishing you a speedy recovery and a full recovery at that. And can't wait to watch you play again next season. Well-deserved rise and shout. And this team uh, continues to win, and it shows the depth of this team. So hopefully good things continue to happen for this team because this team hopefully won't be defined by the regular season because it's been awesome. But hopefully there's more in store. Our question of the day. Are the final two weeks of the BYU football season more about this year or next? Why? At the Fongolian adds this on Instagram. With the opportunity to go to a bowl game and beat Utah, the last two weeks are definitely about this year. Yeah, there's a lot to play for right now. Like To push to next year would be a little presumptive to me. You can play for a bowl game, you can beat Utah, and you can win a bowl game. There's a lot left. At Shane Lawrence C answers on Twitter, quoting Kiki Solano of BYU Sports Nation right now, the football season is about right now. Need to take care of business against New Mexico State to get to a bowl game, then upset Utah because enough already. Hashtag BYUSN. Yeah, it wouldn't look like this is the year that BYU would beat Utah, but that's why upsets are upsets. You don't necessarily see it coming. <laughs> it's that's the beauty the, of it. That's the fun part. It's the that's, why, that's why we play the game. Thank you, Herm. Denicio on Twitter. At... Or sorry, 50-50. New Mexico State is both this year and next year because of bowl eligibility needs, but also depth and quality playing time for you next year contributors. Bowl practice. Utah, purely this year. But seeing as BYU plays the Utes in August, it's more fuel for next year too. Yeah, don't forget that BYU opens the season on a Thursday night against Utah. (laughs) We're going to have all summer to talk about that one. The Elite Voice of the Day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years at R. Ballard Weed on Twitter. I don't know about the New Mexico State game, but the Utah game isn't about this year or next year. It's about the last eight. Ooh. Well, last seven. Hopefully not eight. Maybe he's adding eight. I, I don't know. We can go back know. to 09 if you want. Whatever, man. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUS. As a reminder... Super Tuesday continues on BYU TV later tonight after further review 7 Eastern, followed by BYU football with Kalani Satake, and then BYU basketball back to work in game number three against Northwestern State. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to James Lark. Hey, remember that guy in New Mexico State? Go Cougs. 16 passes, 5 to Cody Hopkins. How about that?